From the Mixed Up Files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler by E. L. Konigsberg, Chapter 5, Part 2. Then he heard the door open. Footsteps. More footsteps than usual. What was happening? The hardest part was that every corpuscle of Jamie's nine-year-old self was throbbing with readiness to run, and he had to bind up all that energy into a quiet lump. It was like trying to wrap a loose peck of potatoes into a neat four-cornered package, but he managed to freeze. He heard the voices of two men talking over the sound of water running in the sink. I guess they expect even more people tomorrow. Yeah, Sundays are always jammed up anyway. It'll be easier to move the people in and out of the great hall. Yeah, two feet of marble. What do you figure it weighs? I don't know. Whatever it weighs, it has to be handled delicate, like it was a real angel. Come on, they probably have the new pedestal ready. We can start. Do you think they'll have as many people as they had for the Mona Lisa? Nah, the Mona Lisa was here for a short time only. Besides, it was the real McCoy. I think this one's... The men left, turning off the lights as they did so. Jamie heard the door close before he melted. Legs first. He sat down on the seat as he allowed the familiar darkness as well as a new realization to feel, fill him. They were moving Angel. Did Claudia know? They wouldn't have women moving the statue. There would be no one in the ladies' room washing up. Who would give her the information? He would. By mental telepathy, he would think a message to Claudia. He folded his hands across his forehead and concentrated. Stay put, Claudia. Stay put. Stay put. Stay put, Claudia. Stay put. He thought that Claudia would not approve of the grammar in his mental telegram. She would want him to say, she would want him to think, stay in place. But he didn't want to weaken his message by varying it one bit. He continued to think, stay put. He must have thought stay put exactly hard enough, for Claudia did just that. They never knew exactly why she did, but she did. Perhaps she sent some sounds that told her that the museum was not empty. Maybe she was just too tired from running around in Central Park. Maybe they were not meant to get caught. Maybe they were meant to make the discovery they made. They waited for miles and miles of time before they came out of hiding. At last, they met in their bedroom. Claudia was sorting the laundry when Jamie got there, in the dark, mostly by feel. Although there is no real difference between boys' stretch socks and girls, neither ever considered wearing the others. Children who have always had separate bedrooms don't. Claudia turned when she heard Jamie come up and said, they moved the statue. How did you know? Did you get my message? Message? I saw the statue on my way here. They have a dim light on it. I guess so that the night guard won't trip over it. Jamie replied, we're lucky we didn't get caught. Claudia never thought very hard about the plus luck she had. She concentrated on the minus luck. But they held us up terribly. I planned on taking our baths tonight. I really can't stand one more night without a bath. I don't mind, Jamie said. Come along, Sir James, to our bath. Bring your most elegant pajamas. The ones embroidered in gold with silver tassels will do. Where, dear Lady Claudia, dost thou expect to bathe? In the fountain, Sir James, in the fountain. Jamie extended his arm, which was draped with his striped flannel pajamas, and said, Lady Claudia, I knew that sooner or later you would get me to that restaurant. 
It makes me furious to think that I must explain that restaurant to you, Saxonburg. I'm going to make you take me to lunch in there one day soon. I just this minute became determined to get you into this, the museum. You'll see later how I'm going to do it. Now, about the restaurant. It is built around a gigantic fountain. Water in the fountain is sprayed from dolphins sculptured in bronze. The dolphins appear to be leaping out of the water. On their backs are figures representing the arts, figures that look like water sprites. It is a joy to sit around that wonderful fountain and to snack on petite fours and sip, sip espresso coffee. I'll bet that you'd even forget your blasted ulcer while you ate there. Lady Claudia and Sir James quietly walked to the entrance of the restaurant. They easily climbed under the velvet rope that was meant that meant that the restaurant was closed to the public. Of course, they were not the public. They shed their clothes and waited in the fountain. Claudia had taken powdered soap from the restroom. She had ground it out into a paper towel that morning. Even though it was freezing cold, she enjoyed her bath. Jamie, too, enjoyed his bath for a different reason. When he got into the pool, he found bumps on the bottom, smooth bumps. When he reached down to feel one, he found that it moved. He could even pick it up. He felt its cool roundness and splashed his way over to Claudia. Income, Claudia, income, he whispered. Claudia understood immediately and began to scoop up bumps that she had felt on the bottom of the fountain. The bumps were pennies and nickels people had pitched into the fountain to make a wish. At least four people had thrown in dimes, and one had tossed in a quarter. Someone must be very rich to have tossed in this quarter, Jamie whispered. Someone very poor, Claudia corrected. Rich people only have penny wishes. Together, they collected $2.87. They couldn't hold more in their hands. They were shivering when they got out. Drying themselves as best they could with paper towels, also taken from the restroom, they hurried into their pajamas and shoes. They finished their preparations for the night, took a small snack, and decided it was safe to wander back into the great hall to look again at their angel. I wish I could hug her, Claudia whispered. They probably bugged her already. Maybe that light is part of the alarm. Better not touch. You'll set it off. I said hug, not bug. Why would I want to bug her? That makes more sense than hug her. Silly. Shows how much you know. When you hug someone, you learn something else about them, an important something else. Jamie shrugged his shoulders. Both looked at Angel a long time. What do you think? Jamie asked. Did he or didn't he? Claudia answered. A scientist doesn't make up his mind until his, he's examined all the evidence. You sure, you sure don't like... A, you sure don't sound like a scientist. What kind of scientist would want to hug a statue? Claudia was embarrassed, so she spoke sternly. We'll go to bed now, and we'll think about the statue very hard. Don't fall asleep until you've really thought about the statue and Michelangelo and the entire Italian Renaissance. And so they went to bed. But lying in bed just before going to sleep is the worst time for organized thinking. It is the best time for free thinking. Ideas drift like clouds in an undecided breeze, taking first this direction and then that. It was very difficult for Jamie to control his thoughts when he was tired, sleepy, and lying on his back. He never liked to get involved just before falling asleep. But Claudia had planned on their thinking, and she was good at planning. So think he did. Clouds bearing thoughts of the Italian Renaissance drifted away. Thoughts of home and more thoughts of home settled down. Do you miss home? he asked Claudia. Not too much, she confessed. I haven't thought about it much. Jamie was quiet for a minute. Then he said, we probably have no conscience. I think we ought to be homesick. Do you think mom and dad raised us wrong? 
They're not very mean. You know, don't you think that should make us miss them? Claudia was silent. Jamie waited. Did you hear my question, Claude? Yes, I heard your question. I'm thinking. She was quite a while longer. Then she asked, have you ever been homesick? Sure. When was the last time? That day dad dropped us off at Aunt Zell's when he took mom to the hospital to get Kevin. Me too, that day, Claudia admitted, but of course I was much younger then. Why do you suppose we were homesick that day? We've been gone much longer than that now. Claudia thought, I guess we were worried. Boy, had I known she was going to end up with Kevin, I would have known why we were worried. I remember you sucked your thumb and carried around that old blanket the whole day. Aunt Zell kept trying to get the blanket away from you so she could wash it. It stank. Jamie giggled. Yeah, I guess homesickness is like sucking your thumb. It's what happens when you're not very sure of yourself. Or not very well trained, Claudia added. Heaven knows we're well trained. Just look how nicely we've managed. It's really their fault if we're not homesick. Jamie was satisfied. Claudia was more. I'm glad you asked that about homesickness, Jamie. Somehow I feel older now. But of course, that's mostly because I'm the oldest child forever, and I'm extremely well adjusted. They went to sleep then. Michelangelo, Angel, and the, the entire Italian Renaissance waited for them until morning. <laughs>